Podcast number 14 on panic attacks. <laughs> Before uh, we dive in to the podcast, I just want to, um, yeah, say hello. <laughs> what, what do you do today? I woke up super early today. To do my taxes and went on over there to do my taxes. It was so packed and um, I didn't make no appointment or anything. And they say they were they weren't taking any walk-ins, so I was like, "What the fuck?" Woke up early this morning for nothing, just to get denied. But life goes on. <laughs> So hope you guys been doing good. I just got um, I just got done doing some Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu today with my gi. If you guys are wondering, I've been blue belt <laughs> forever. <laughs> it's time to get my purple now, so that is the reason why I'm starting Jiu-Jitsu again. And I did my. I also did Thai boxing today, Dutch kickboxing. That was hella fun. Got to roll around with some guys, some good guys, and got to spar a little bit. Not spar, but kind of go hard a little bit. And yeah, I was just, I got done, and I'm just cooking up some food right now, some beef curry, and waiting for that. But yeah, I hope you guys are doing good and let's get um let's dive in right into the podcast. So panic attacks. I don't know if how is uh, how am I gonna tie in this today game, but hopefully you guys learned something from this because um if you guys had suffer, if you guys did suffer or are suffering from panic attacks or some sort of anxiety attack this this can help you out if you really um taking this advice because um i've been i've been battling panic attacks my whole life um but lucky for me i haven't had like a full-on attack almost a year ago now because um I found some tips that I've been using and it's been doing me wonder so but before we get into that I kind of want to tell you um, my backstory I was probably so eighth grade I don't know how old I was maybe 10 uh, maybe 13 12 13 was was when I really felt like being anxious all the time and I can still remember um I played I was playing basketball 
for like this youth league. It was called Manny Hooney Basketball, I think. If you guys don't know what is Manny Hooney, you guys can Google that tonight. M-E-N-E-H-U-N-E. Yeah, but I'm not going to explain that. You guys can search that up. But yeah, um, I still could remember. Like, before this game, this big, I don't know if, how big this basketball game was, but I could kind of feel like a um, couple hours before the game, for some reason, I felt anxious. Like, I would be sweating and my stomach would be turning. So, and I was always gagging and I was like, well, what the hell is this? So I always thought I had to use the bathroom and, you know, do the D. Uh, but that wasn't the case. And I was like, okay, that was weird. Um, that was just a one-off thing, I thought. So during the week, I would go to basketball practice, just normal stuff. And, you know, I, I wouldn't feel anxious and anything like that. So... And then, again, when when came to game day, so every Saturday we had we had have a basketball game. So I thought it was just the one thing thing, uh, one thing thing, and then, um, about two hours before tip off again, then I would feel the same way again, same stuff over and over and over again. So I was like, okay, so this gotta be weird now. So I didn't tell tell my parents or anything like that. So the whole season it went on like that for maybe you know almost half of the year, and I, I fairly did good that season. I think I was the maybe third, fourth best player on the team. <laughs> Funny is fucking eighth grade and you're already ranking yourself, but that's how it was back in Hawaii. It was very competitive, so. Um, yeah, so that whole season, I was kind of feeling, oh, okay, that was weird. So I didn't, I didn't think of it that much. I, I thought it was just um, nerves or shit like that. But that wasn't my first year of playing basketball. I think up to that then, I think that was my third season. And the seasons prior to to that season, I didn't feel no anxiety or nothing like that in that nature. So. So time goes by, um, that was 8th grade, ended in 8th grade, and then I started I started doing some fucked up shit, so, you know, I started partying, eight, ending on my 8th grade year, beginning of freshman year, I started, you know, hanging around with some, some rebels, and I started smoking weed, and some more other drugs, and drinking a lot, and and unfortunately, I was still playing basketball, football, and stuff. So I was on, I was on the team. So this time, you know, before games and practices like that, I was always getting stoned out of my mind. So I couldn't really feel no anxious or anxiety. Just, uh, when I would do feel, I would blame it on like the weed or something or some other some other drug and i was like yeah that's nothing i'm high that's why so that's why i feel like this so yeah i played basketball fucking 
did all this shit and um I actually quit playing basketball because I wanted the coach was fucking sorry for swearing but yeah the coach was kind of getting on my nerves um I believe a, a coach can um cannot give you confidence but he can take your confidence away so yeah it's one of these coaches that took away your power and you were like fuck what the hell is this so I you know I played I played football my sophomore year and I did good and I remember the championship game <laughs> I went out with my friends and uh went into the mountains and started riding dirt bike and we were racing and you know I lost control ate it and busted my arm so for that whole I think we had two weeks to prepare for the championship game and I missed the first week of practice because I was injured and then the second week I was recovering and I couldn't play because I was too injured and I just watched the game from the sidelines and stuff like that so yeah that was my sophomore year my freshman year I quit playing basketball um, so my junior year came along and then that's when I was really hardcore into drugs and stuff so but you know I really wanted to graduate college my parents was on me and you know I kind of want to make them proud because I wanted to graduate and, um, so I quit I quit partying I quit doing drugs I quit smoking weed all that shit and then you know after I quit it felt kind of good and a month after of just being clean, I kind of felt fucking weird. You know, I started having you know cold sweats at night, um, diarrheas, uh, shivers. You know, I was losing some weight. Um, you know, my friends would tell me I look pale, and you know, my fucking I, w I would be shaking all the time. And I was like, wow, what the hell is going on? So, you know, I talked to some of my friends and counselors and shit like that. And they all told me that, yeah, you know, you've just been partying a lot. You've been doing a lot of drugs, smoking weed. You're just going through withdrawals. So I was like, fuck, what the fuck is withdrawal? So, and then, you know, fucking I searched um, all the information about withdrawals. And I was like, yeah, you know, all the symptoms that was withdrawals had that's what I was going through so I categorized it that was I was going through withdrawal so I was like all right withdrawal so this has been and this withdrawal thing been going on every day for like the whole my whole senior year of high school so I was like fuck that's weird how come I still have withdrawals I've been clean for almost a year and I'm still having withdrawals and stuff so I couldn't take it anymore. I couldn't hide it. So I had to tell my um, I had to tell my mom and shit. So I told my mom what was going on and this and that and fuck. I remember I had a girlfriend too and we fucking we broke up because I couldn't deal with this shit because I was going through so much shit. So but anyways, so I told my mom about it. And my mom took me to a psychologist and psychologist was like no this is this is not withdrawals you're fucking you have some kind of fucking anxiety going on so I was like what that caught me off guard so all the and then so like you know I'd been then I was going to 
therapy psychologist for like my whole senior year. Um, not my whole senior, maybe maybe my senior. I'm not too sure. After maybe, but anyways, yeah, I was, I was um, going through all that, and yes, and then when I was going to therapy, you know, I th I told my therapist all the shit I was going through, and she, yeah, she was like, no, that's not withdrawals. You you have some kind of fucking mental disorder or some shit like that I'm sorry for swearing but um yeah so she she didn't she didn't say i had um withdrawals or anything yeah she said yeah if there was withdrawals you know it would have been for like a week couple weeks a month at most but what you're going through from all the stuff you were telling me since i was a kid yeah you're you have something else something um bare so yeah and during all this time i had a couple episodes where you know my 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 heart started racing and I, you know i could feel like i was gonna die so i remember my dad rushing me to the to the er and and then my dad was like what the hell are you talking about you know this and that you know in, in uh, filipino though yeah <laughs> and yeah so i remember going to a doctor and the doctor was like no you're completely fine so that was one of the big, the first times I had um, my um, first experience with um, panic attack, and that shit wasn't a good feeling. You know, thinking you're gonna die and the world is coming upon you and shit. So yeah, anyway, so I told my therapist that, and she uh, um, prescribed me. Um, Paxos, which is like an antidepressant pill, and I think I was on that for almost a year. It did help, but every time I would take it, I would just not do anything. I would just stay home because it was so potent that I couldn't do shit. It would make me so tired, so I couldn't move and stuff like that. So for a whole year, I just stayed home, not doing shit. I just uh, told my mom, oh, go rent me some movies and sh stuff like that. I didn't even surf and stuff. Because I like surfing and even that kind of, that hold me back from doing things. So yeah, one one year later, I kind of went off the, the medicine. And shit, that was kind of like a mistake because... The, now every other day I would feel I would feel worse my anxieties and stuff were just uncontrollable and you know I kind of like lied to my parents yeah like yeah I'm on the pill and still stuff like that but I really wasn't doing it so I kind of figure out a way to kind of keep my anxieties and my panic attacks in check you know, I went out with more with my friends. I started playing basketball again, surfing, dirt bikes, all that stuff. Went running. Um, st got started getting into MMA and stuff, and it helped. It didn't fully cure it, but it helped. So that was that, and and then I think a year, a year. 
into it. I was kind of feeling good about myself and this and that. I could I'd be able to do all the things I wanted to do. So right when I turned 22, I think, or 23, me and my good friend now, he's back in Maui now, but um, I mean, him was 22, we were single at the time, so we kind of like wanted to get out of Hawaii because we were kind of just, you know, partying and stuff like that. So we moved to Oregon. Salem, Oregon, Salem, Kaiser, Oregon, we were 22, and I don't, I don't want to say it was a bad move, but it was a good experience because, you know, I fucking, I grew up as a, a man, um, my work ethic now is better, but, um, shit, I, I got a job there, I went to college there, and stuff like that, but the weather was so shit, <laughs> that my my depression came back it was heavy I, I mean every other day I had some kind of anxiety or panic attack and and the only way at that time because I didn't you know I didn't I didn't there's no beaches there there's no mountains to ride dirt bike and you know kind of I'm into snowboarding now but snowboarding up there was kind of a hassle because we let we lived so far and it was a day's trip so I, I couldn't really do nothing and it was always be snowing raining and looking out my window is always gloomy and gray so I was always depressed every day and I was like fuck so for three years that was going on and you know I just had all kind of unco uncontrollable panic attacks and stuff like that and so I met and I met one of my good friends there and I kind of told him you know fuck man it's the kind of shit I going through you know kind of depressed away from home and stuff and he was like no worries man come party with me so that was kind of the way I kind of um kind of um dealt with my anxiety just going out and party with him and he was a he was a hawaiian dude he was from the island of molokai but thank it was like a, it was a blessing at the same time because that's when i started doing night game this guy was um he was um he taught me the ropes he he actually he i don't know if he was a natural or what but he kind of um taught me how to do game there night game and big shout out to Bo yeah Bo Ferrion that was that's his name and yeah he taught me everything I know about game night game actually you know crazy pools and stuff like that and yeah so this is how I kind of dealt with my anxiety and at the at the time when I was just out partying I kind of you know didn't feel shit but every time I, every morning I would wake up hang over and stuff you know I'd feel the anxiety some days I had to call off uh, sick because it was so bad maybe I was hungover and something but um yeah that was that so that be, that went on for three years till I was like 25 
and um, I'm 33 now so that was a long time ago and then me and my good friend um, who's back home now he has, he's married has kids we had a falling out at that time but I'm not gonna go through all that stuff and yeah we kind of went our separate ways for a while he stayed up in Oregon and I made my way down to LA and LA LA was the was the sh was like um, I got better you know my, my anxieties wasn't coming back too much or I would still have episodes where you know I was like what the hell is this you know I thought you know like Oregon I would have it you know every other day and then moving down to LA there was um it wasn't too wasn't too bad I'll get it probably once twice a week and that was that shit was scary so in or I stayed um in LA for a year didn't do much I kind of went to LA more like for like a reset button see one to see what I wanted to do I remember calling my my mom and be like hey you know what this shit this ain't working out I want to come back home and stuff and she said yeah come home so I told her like I'll be home in a couple months so so all this time all that um, time I told her I was coming home I actually was looking for a job I got back into school and but the school I wanted to go to was down here in San Diego so I came down here San Diego after a year in LA and I just yeah I, I moved to LA found a found a boarding house not a boarding house it was like a international housing downtown somewhere um yeah and then the first week I got here got a job started school and my mom, I remember my mom calling me like hey I thought you were coming home and I was like no I'm in San Diego now you know I'm in school working so she's like okay so yeah and then I remember, um, yeah, so my panic attacks was just still the same as LA, you know, once, twice a week, I was having it, and that went, that went on, and, and I think, uh, throughout school, so I just, I graduated from college here, Sunday was 29, so then that's when I kind of found day game and so this um, I found day game and at this time I was still having panic attacks so I remember fucking every day game session session I would have I would be like every morning I would wake up and and just thinking about day game I would be like um triggered my anxieties and panic attacks so every morning every before every session i would have an attack and i was like oh fuck the day game itself is already hard enough but trying to deal with anxieties every morning because I, I was going to day game it was, it was real daunting so i had to i had to i have to before even i get to approach a girl how to deal with panic attack then have to deal with approach anxieties and that was kind of a, a killer for me it was hard work and 
And at this time when I was going through all this, and every time I would go out day game and I would see a girl, I kind of didn't know if it was a panic attack or anxiety or both at the same time. So I was like, so some guys who can just day game and don't have any panic attack and just have to deal with anxieties, I had to deal with both of them, panic attack and approach anxiety. So you guys have no excuses. You guys have to go out there and just put your balls on the line. But yeah, so and just um so I had to deal with that for a while and I had to deal with couple breakdowns and I remember going out in the field and just hiding hiding out and be like, Man, I can't do this. You know, anxiety's too much, both anxiety's too much. I'd rather just go go eat something. <laughs> there was so much days where I couldn't even approach because of my anxieties both of them and I would just end up going walking around for like one hour two hours not approaching nobody and I would just go to, go eat somewhere kind of to kind of to uh, avoid that the needing of um, approaching so I hope this podcast podcast makes sense but and then just a year ago I found I was just I don't know I had a big panic attack and like a super big on I think the worst worst of worst I think for for two weeks two weeks straight every day I had a panic attack some kind of panic attack and it was I think it was called a panic disorder so I think this was the lowest of the low I don't know how it triggered it but it got worse so I, uh, I just I went online and searched all over the place and uh, came up to this dude, um, Dr. Harry Berry, and um, he he um, he he helped me out a lot to overcome my panic attacks. Um, I re I really um, I stuck to him stuck to him because. Um, his way was just if you want to say the quote-unquote natural way where no meds no no nothing like that he basically have three rules if you have a panic attack he said if you feel a panic attack is coming coming over you all you have to do is embrace it yeah embrace it because if if you if you are about to have a panic attack and you you know try find ways to f get rid of it you know it's gonna it's gonna get it's gonna trigger the anxiety more the attack more because when you're you're feeling like this and you're trying to find ways to get rid of it it's actually telling the attack that the panic attack that there is something really wrong that you are in danger so the more the more you try to fight it the bigger it gets the bigger it gets and shit and then your life is a mess for the next two three hours you just you just be uh, you'll just be in fucking mis you'll just be miserable so he has this um um he has this saying if you if you feel a panic attack 
your step one is to call it out. Just say like, look, you know, panic attack is 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 uncomfortable, but not dangerous. It's uncomfortable, but not dangerous. That is like the holy Bible. So when you're about to get one, just tell that to yourself. It's uncomfortable, but not dangerous. And number two is you want to embrace it. You just tell yourself, okay, tell yourself that don't move. Just stay there and tell yourself, okay, I feel it. I feel the uh, feel the anxiety coming. You know, my toes and fingers they're all tingly. Again, my heart is racing. You know, I feel kind of weird. I feel like you know the the world's gonna end and shelling I'm up about I'm about to die. Just embrace it. Tell yourself that. And third, um, the third step is called flooding. And the the term flooding is just just make pretend you're stuck in a chair and you can't move you're just tied down and what you say tell and you tell the the attack to just hit you tell tell the attack tell the attack to give you some more i know it sounds weird sounds scary to, to tell the panic attack to to uh to to hit to come on some more because we want to do the opposite but when you when you do it this way the, uh, the the actually when you tell the panic attack to to come on and hit you harder it's it actually goes away um it's weird i don't i don't know why it works but it works i've been i've been panic attack free for almost a year now just by doing that I mean the first and the first month was hard and when you do this do do these three steps you know it's, it's you know you're, you're just gonna be miserable for five six maybe seven minutes but it's just telling the, the attack you know to come hit you and it goes away that's it and um yeah so I've been I've, I've been doing this style for a while now, and it's it's it actually helps me out. I don't know why it works, but it just works. And I guess that kind of plays into how um, anxiety works too. Approach anxiety. Once I once I kind of um, knew how to deal with panic attack, I kind of took that method and transfer it over to a day game approach anxiety instead of like when you have anxiety you see the hot girl and you try to approach we all try to find ways to get rid of the anxiety and and crazy when you when you try find ways to get rid of the anxiety the more the anxiety hits you and but but when we do have anxiety or the spotlight effect and you tell yourself okay you know i have anxiety this is that this is just part of the game i just have to do a couple approaches and it'll be good and once you do that method it, your anxiety actually goes away So yeah, that that is that is my um, journey right now with panic attacks. I hope it's um, I hope it 
helps you guys out i i don't know if i did a good enough job to tell you how to um help you deal with it but yeah i'm gonna link some um some dr harry berry um stuff some dr harry berry <laughs> video under this podcast description but what time is it wow it's actually 32 minutes i've been i've been talking to myself for 32 minutes this is the longest (laughs) podcast um i ever um recorded and i'm pretty proud i guess but yeah um so yeah practice those um those ways of um, dealing with panic attacks and probably use those method with your day game yeah sorry this wasn't like a pure day game podcast but i kind of wanted to talk about this panic attack thing and how i dealt with it and hopefully somebody can learn from this and um get helped out so dr harry berry first step when you um feel the anxiety coming over just tell yourself you know it's uncomfortable but not dangerous step um, and number two embrace it embrace the symptoms and number three just flood just let it just tell it to hit you some more and and yeah and of course this is not gonna cure you in like you know first it's gonna take practice you know but what this does when you use this technique it, it turns the tap lower it lowers the tap every times so the an um attack will just get less 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 and eventually it all turn off altogether yeah so this is not a one day one thing one time fix it's gonna take practice just just like how um other things in life is but yeah enough for me and we'll i'll talk to you in the next one all right aloha